Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to The Good Life. Food, wine, and fun for your ears. Today, it's all about whiskey for your mouth. <laughs> Five Trail Blended American Whiskey is available here locally. Lucky for us, it's uh, made a pretty big hit in the brief period it's been out on the marketplace. It's put together by fifth-generation Coors family member David Coors, who joins us here today. He's the VP of the company company's next-generation beverage division and uh, and responsible for starting the journey into American whiskey. David, tell us the story. I, I just would love to have been a fly on the wall when this topic was broached. Yeah, well, it, it actually started about 20 years ago. I was uh, in college at the time and, and, of course, drinking beer, but uh, had some friends that were dabbling around in the whiskey space. And um, and so I started doing a little bit of research on it and realized it's not that dissimilar from beer. The process, the front end of the process is actually quite similar. And uh, I remember being home for winter break um, one of those years in college, and I, I remember driving down the Golden Valley amongst all the different brewery buildings, and I remember it clear as day we're driving my dad's Suburban, and, and uh, his hands are on the wheel, and I lean over. I say, Dad, you know, why don't we make a whiskey? And he didn't even look over at me. He kept his eyes straight on the road, and he goes, we're good at one thing, and that's beer. (laughs) (laughs) It was the end of conversation, and uh, I was not a rebel at the time. I wish I would have been. We'd have some 20-year-old bourbon to sip on right now. But uh, it took me 20 years to to finally get the the business convinced it was time to venture um, into the whiskey space. Well, it's a big change, even though despite those similarities, Talk about how you incorporated some of those similarities into the product. I know it's cut with some uh, Rocky Mountain spring water. Tell us a little bit about, uh, didn't you use some of the malt or uh, barley that you use in beer making? Exactly, yeah. So when we decided to go down the whiskey space, I would want to be sure we did it in a, in a real authentic way and, and include some of uh, our own DNA into the product. And so... Obviously, having some Rocky Mountain water that we ship out to Kentucky to proof it down with was uh, a no-brainer. But the other piece was we have um, one of North America's largest malting facilities right on site in the brewery uh, in Golden, Colorado. And um, and so we've been selling our malt to brewers and distillers around Colorado for over a decade. And I reached out to a handful of those folks and, and was able to procure some uh, aged inventory of single malt that used um, Coors malt that we make right in the brewery. Um, and so that was one of the key components. And uh, also during COVID, I'm sure as many others, we found our own little passions. And mine was getting into the whiskey space. And doing that in a way that I sat down at the kitchen table with a graduated cylinder and a bunch of tasting glasses and started blending different uh, whiskeys together in a glass and, until I came up with what I thought was a great blend. Wow. I, I have to, you know, uh, you making bourbon from the beginning to – a, a, a product in barrel is eh, it's a, not a huge challenge, but it takes some skill, and that's why we have master distillers. Uh, how'd you come about uh, sourcing somebody to work with in Kentucky and talk about that relationship with the, the folks at Bardstown? Yeah, it was uh, an old colleague of mine um, from the uh, Molson Coors side of things uh, who had made his way over to the whiskey space and found himself working at Bardstown Bourbon Company, and uh, he was coming into Colorado. I said, he said, Uh-oh. Grill in, in Cherry Creek, and uh, sat down with, with Herb, and, and he said, we can help you out. We can help you source some whiskey. We can help you bottle. I said, no, I've got this figured out. We've got it all under control. 
And uh, sure enough, it was um, three months later, I found myself in Bardstown uh, taking that original blend that I came up with. We evolved it for a couple of days, uh, leveraging the team at Bardstown and locked in our, um, uh, our final blend that's in the bottle you're sipping on there. Wow. It had to be so much fun. And, I, you know, when you come up with a final blend and, but, well, before we talk about, we get around to tasting, you use some Colorado whiskey. Some yep, correct. Malt. We've got some, some aged uh, Colorado single malt that's four years old is in that first blend of ours um, uh, that I uh, was able to uh, round up some barrels from. Oh, man. Well, I, I, I can tell you that it doesn't overtly smell like a single malt. I have my nose in the glass, by the way, and I have a really nice little delicate bourbon glass with some a finger, just one finger. Um so then you you came up with the original, and what was the thought of people in Kentucky when this beer guy comes to town saying, "Hey, we're going to make a a whiskey"? You know, I've been I've been really impressed with uh, as I've gotten to know more and more folks across the the whiskey industry, both in Colorado and Kentucky, um, how welcoming they are and and how passionate they are, and it reminds me of the craft beer movement twenty years ago. I mean, there's so much passion and knowledge, especially. From a consumer standpoint, there's you can go there and, and like we did the tasting in Wichita, and uh, there's people that know more about this stuff than I've uh, learned in my you know relatively short stint um, down this journey. And I just have been blown away with people's passion, creativity, desire, and also um, the openness to work with us. Well, yeah, I, it doesn't surprise me um, uh, knowing that. I've had some of the best master distillers on the show. Again, for my, it says food, why I'm fun, but guy likes bourbon. And uh, <laughs> it, it, it never fails to impress me, the talent and the family tradition and, the, you know, the dedication to quality. And I think you've probably brought that same uh, genre to the whole process of, of the bourbons. When you, uh, and by the way, and it comes... What what batch number are we on? This this five trail that I just poured a little bit of is uh, batch number one. How, how many have we produced so far? Yeah, so you're sitting on the first one that we launched last September. Um, we've sold out of it out of our warehouses. So uh, while it's on shelves, I think especially in Wichita, once that first batch is gone, it's gone. And uh, beyond a batch number two uh, that we are just starting to see roll out on the shelves. And then we also this fall launched. Uh, three different limited time offers um, with three new expressions that are very small batch and um, and also just going on shelves and, and clearing out pretty quickly. Well, I'm not surprised. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the, the the blended uh, five trail in a second, but you've got obviously bourbon in a way mimicking beer and the, the evolution to craft beer, craft bourbons, barrel proof products, high alcohol content. Uh, it's really something. Can you share how many, how much of the small batch and the cast finish and barrel proof you made of those three? And is there a chance we're going to get them here in Wichita? Um, yes, you should be getting uh, some of those limited offers uh, in Wichita. I think we had a pallet of each, so only um, 22 cases of each of them for the Wichita area, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we bottled up about a thousand cases of each of those limited expressions. Our flagship expressions, we bottled 
Um, about 60,000 bottles or 10,000 six-pack cases across for the entire country. Um, and uh, we're also just shipping some of those actually north of the Uh-oh. for the LCBO. Oh, good. I think you must have said shipping north to Canada. You faded out for a second. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Shipping up to Canada. Oh, uh, so yeah. it's going north of the border as well. Well, it'll be well-received because our friends up north, in addition to liking Kreller Donuts and having a good day, they like bourbon. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'll tell you what. If Again, I hate to eat up a whole lot of your time, but let's take another quick break. Let's come back and, and let's taste this blend that is the the flagship blend, and it's uh, it's available locally. I can tell you that it do- goes well with uh, turkey. Um, I, I had leftovers this morning, and I... I smelled the whiskey, but I didn't taste any until now. Um, It's available at Jacob Liquor Exchange. Tell them you heard about it, Good Life Guy. We'll be right back with Mr. David Coors, part of the fifth generation and on the board of directors of Molson Coors. Don't go away. 